So I'm here at the um, AP HRC, HRC uh, in Nairobi. And I'm with my good long-time friend, Brad Simmons. <laughs> really excited to see him. And we're just going to chat a little bit about Gold Keys, his organization. He's on the panel, um, just following this. And, right, let's just start right off the bat. So, with Gold Keys, you are just sharing with me, just before we hit record, that there's this element of the evolution of the product that now, even though the agriculture side is leading, you started in pharmaceuticals, there's been some exploration of healthcare along the way. Just walk me how maybe ph pharmaceuticals, Nigeria, India, and some of the challenges and opportunities you guys have found since then. So, um, what we, what's happened over the last couple of years, you know, we've been doing this for a decade now, is that our concepts of well-being has expanded. You know, we went out for well-being. Initially, we thought that was health-centric. It turned out that health is not just medicines. You know, medicine is actually a very small component of health. So, nutrition is important, and safety is important, occupational safety in particular. Um, I don't, I'm not sure how, how um, much you've been following the debate, but vehicular deaths is a big aspect of health care, uh, mortality issues, you know. And so we've been trying to expand our range into the broader well-being ecosystem. That means we're doing a lot of agriculture because of nutritionists, connection with nutrition, which is very critical for health. Uh, we're doing automotives because vehicular accidents is a big, big challenge for mortality in Africa. We do cosmetics. Um, carcinogenic compounds in fake cosmetics is one of the biggest causes of uh, skin cancer, which means that there's an interconnectedness across health. Right. And that's what we discover as we expand the focus of our work. And, and that's why I'm also very happy to be here because, uh, as I'm sure you are aware, this report that we are launching today talks about people-centric health systems. No longer um, bricks and mortar, right. but focus on the people. No longer just building blocks, but value systems. Um, and we, that's the kind of technology company we want to be. The kind of company that drives the culture. Not simply put out brick and mortar applications, but try and change mindset with the kind of partnerships, with the kind of community relations that we empower. And, and that to me has been the journey we've been on this last decade. Oh, fantastic. I think I'm always excited to hear people-centric. I even saw <clears throat> Dr. Tewodro's uh, comments was talking about this is by Africans, you know, he's, yeah. and so you've just talked about a decade. You've helped me see, wow, it's been a decade of almost building an African innovative solution, exporting yeah. globally. Yeah. Um, one of the things with Africa, I think we sometimes tech founders might get uh, a hard time for is, is this idea of thinking big enough or the ambition. Yeah. And in a sense, what bigger, more challenging ecosystem could there be than, than healthcare? Yeah. So maybe you could tell me a bit about another sector, quite, quite tied also to healthcare if you think about it, uh, food security and broadly agriculture. So what, what has, uh, has Gold Keys evolved to serve that market? So I'm, I'm sure you're already aware that we're currently um, partnering with the government of Kenya. CAFIS is a very strategic partner of ours. And maybe in, by the end of the year, every seed that is planted in Kenya somehow will pass through the Gold Keys system. So that's quite substantial. Kenya is ahead in so many ways in Africa when it comes to how we are recognizing or Kenyans are recognizing the importance of bridging private and public sector. So this is a public sector solution in the sense that it's a full security agenda of the Kenyan government, but we are an integral part of it because we provide software platforms that enable CAFIS to run its programs. And that is a very good example of how these things go. How do we bring private sector capabilities? Not necessarily that the private sector has to uh, set agenda. Some of these things are still political economy, heavy political economy. So food security is not something that some you know, random company can just get up and determine for Kenya. But the Kenyan people, through their governments, set their food security agenda. What are the capabilities from the private sector side that can be embedded 
in that overall strategy. I think that is a challenge. You see what I mean? And in agriculture, what we've discovered is that the Kenyan farmer is way more sophisticated than we thought they were. Oh, the, the, yeah, the, the, the embrace of the solution, and they want more. So we're discovering now that some of them don't mind getting microcredits on on the, inter, on the mobile phone if they can find it, crop failure insurance if they can find it. So we have partners now that are exploring all these solutions, microcredit, uh, microinsurance, figuring out ways to use data analysis, analytics to you know improve the supply chain find out ways for instance that you know if you want to move dairy from Rift Valley to some part of Mombasa what are the best mechanisms for reducing downtime what are the inventory management stock up uh, monitoring solutions that can deploy in a way that small farmers and small agro dealers can plug in as effectively as big agro dealers and big farmers because the commercial sector agriculture sector in Kenya is very advanced right, so. Uh, final question is more on the, the report that's being launched today by the Commission uh, and talking about the future health in Africa and Bright's view on how the tech community plugs in and some key highlights from the report. I'm sure you are aware that innovation is a very major part of the report and the focus on innovation because the way that I see it, if you're going to have a people-centric system, then it must embody the evolution of the African consciousness in that sense. And now what we are seeing is people becoming empowered to contribute to areas that in the past were considered fenced off. And that is why I keep talking about heavy lifting. If the health system in Africa is going to be revolutionized, we need to start looking at the heavy lifting aspect of it. So things like higher education, things like brain drain, things like thefts of medical supplies, things like commodity tracking, these are not your standard, you know, send a text message to remind somebody to take their medicine kind of stuff at all. So how are we going to get African technology entrepreneurs interested in the heavy lifting? I think that is the game plan. Mm. Part of the, re the way, you know, the way we can go for it is how we restructure procurement and tenders in the public sector, in health. So we don't have a situation where um, we, we just simply say, okay, we, we, we want local content, but the local content should be on the periphery. Right. I would see, I would rather we have governments break procurement into multiple lots and bring SME, ICT companies in Kenya mm. directly involved. Because then they get involved, exposed to the enterprise layer of health. And that is where we are lacking. There's too much consumerization of the e-health ecosystem. Yeah. And it's not getting into the heavy lifting part of stuff. And I think this report, in the way that it's structured, we part of the advocacy to bring us into the boiler room of innovation wow <laughs> fantastic thanks so much bright my brother, my this is bright brother. simmons uh, of gold keys group and we're here huh? yes pedigree. m pedigree yes m pedigree gold producers of gold keys um 10 years in the making an african technology innovation in dozens of countries across the world and we'll be sharing more from the report over the course of my day thanks stay tuned